Hey y'all and welcome to the Morning Coffee Podcast. This is your host Brooke Carlock and on this podcast we get down and dirty with real honest talk about grief. So grab your coffee, your tea if you drink dirt water, whatever it is that you'd like and here we go. Merry Christmas! I got to talk up there. Oh, I keep looking okay. down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. up here. It's one of those mornings. Yeah. All right, let me get to comments. So good morning. Christmas Eve morning. Can't think of anything I'd rather be doing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I am actually excited to be here because that's good. I didn't do a video this week because my internet was out the entire week at my house. Because we had a big like rain and windstorm, and apparently my outdoor connection to my internet got fried, so I had no internet to my tiny house, and couldn't edit my videos, couldn't really do anything grief content related. But you know what? I read two books, <laughs> so that was actually kind of nice. It was like a forced mini vacay from doing all the work that I normally do after I work all day at school. So it was kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. How was your week? So I'm good. Uh, busy. Busy is always, always too much stuff to do and not enough time. Oh, yeah. You were working at people's houses. Yeah. 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 Okay. Explain what you do for people who don't know. I remodel. We uh, I work for an apartment uh, management company um, or a property management company and do our remodels so i go in and rip out bathrooms kitchens and tear everything out put all new stuff in and update everything so that it's not from the 1970s nice yeah and then when he's not doing that as his full-time job then he spends his free time doing it for other people in his family <laughs> whoever else needs stuff done around their house so yeah, yeah good times stay busy Anyway, so if you don't know us, I'm Brooke. This is David. Luke. We used to be married, but we're not anymore. <laughs> this is going to be a weird morning. I just feel like it's, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little bit like, ugh. I've had a headache for three days straight as well. So this could be interesting. But anyway, so yeah, we used to be married. We're not married anymore, but we are the parents of Libby, who was killed in a car accident um, at the age of 10. And now I do grief stuff along with being an eighth grade teacher and David just told you what he does, but yeah. So we're joining you Christmas Eve to kind of answer any questions you have about us or Christmas or grief or, you know, what it's like losing a child. So if you do have any questions, please drop them in the comments. Hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. And again, if like, Seriously, we don't have anything like particularly scheduled to talk about. We're just kind of updating what we are doing for Christmas. Because um, in the last time David was here talking, we kind of said we'd do an update on how our Christmas was going and what traditions we decided to keep and if we started anything new and that kind of stuff. So yeah, we're just kind of updating. So if there's anything you want to know, let us know. Anything you want us to talk about, drop it in the comments. Um, we would love this to be as interactive as possible. And there's 12 of you watching. I can see it right now. So, <laughs> so out of all 12 of you, if anyone has any questions, that would be awesome. But in the meantime, I don't know where you want to start. I'm going to start with your comment. You made the other yesterday. That, you know, you're enjoying, you're enjoying Christmas. You're looking forward to this Christmas, but also the guilt that that brings because you are looking forward to it. Yeah, and so that affects everything. Yeah, so I'll kind of explain what I was thinking. So I I post a lot of stuff about grief and like how the holidays are so difficult and it's okay if you are not enjoying them and you just want to kind of bow out and do your own thing. And I read so much of that in you know all the social media and all the videos about grief at this time of year it's always like it's okay if you're not okay which is absolutely true and then i, I found myself like when i was wrapping presents and i was like listening to music and i'm here in my tiny house that i love and you know i was thinking about christmas morning with our boys and 
it was like, you know what? I'm actually kind of looking forward to Christmas morning this year. Mm -hmm. um, and it really surprised me because I didn't think it's always like I, I kind of prepare myself for the doom of, and gloom of not having Libby. And I would say last year was definitely like a just survive it and hang by your fingernails until right. you get through kind of situation. And then, uh, yeah, it kind of surprised me. It just took me by surprise that this year I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually like, I can't wait for them to open their presents and I'm kind of looking forward to it. But then of course, because the human brain is totally effed up, I started feeling so guilty about looking forward to Christmas morning. And I'm beating myself up in my head. It's like, Brooke, that's stupid. Like, you, why would you feel guilty? Like, it's okay to be excited about Christmas morning with, you know, what's left of your family. Yeah. And it was like, it's good. Like I would tell anyone that I worked with or talked to, like, that's awesome. That's progress. That's good. Like, hold on to that. You want to hold on to those glimmers of joy where you can get them. <laughs> and then it just kept with like, but oh my gosh, does that mean that I don't miss Libby and I don't love her? And I'm like, I literally just smacked myself. <laughs> but like, you're an idiot. Like, no, that doesn't mean that. Like, it's like, I know everything in my head. And then I just fight with myself in my head and it's so dumb yeah i think i think and it's like i told you you know libby would not want us to sit here and mope and hate christmas i mean it was one of her favorite times of year um and it's always been one of our favorite times of year with yeah. the kids and everything else so to sit here and think that libby would be upset because we're not mourning her every minute you know, is, is ridiculous because we do mourn her every single minute, you know, but life does have to go on. And I think that's kind of where we're at a little bit this year is it's, it's the reality. It sucks, but it is the reality. And to allow, you know, that to potentially ruin Christmas for all of us, yeah. including the boys. I mean, we still have the boys and the boys still deserve to have a Christmas and the rest of the, you know, we deserve to enjoy it as well. We're going to have our moments. That's, that's for sure. But um, to sit here and think that Libby would be upset because we're enjoying Christmas is, is silly. And we can tell ourselves. I that. know you can tell yourself that, but actually <laughs> but like not. Yeah. Stopping those feelings and, from creeping in is yeah. really freaking hard. So I just want to point it. And Kathleen said, Merry Christmas. Libby's always with you. And she's telling you to enjoy the holidays. God bless. Thank you, Aunt Kathleen. Yeah. Merry Christmas to your family, too, by yeah. the way. Tell everyone I said hello and hello. sending love to them all. Um, that was my, that comment was from someone in my dad's side of the family. So mm -hmm. they're all awesome people. Yeah. Great family. Great family. Yeah. Togetherness. Like, yes, togetherness. Uh, like the kind of family that always does stuff together. And my always. family was not really like that. <laughs> it was always, yeah, it was always interesting to see that side of the family, that that group in particular, um, because they were, they were so close. They did everything that they do stuff together mm -hmm. all the time. And um, it's just an amazing, amazing family that they have, that yeah. they spend that much time together and love each other so much. Agreed. So, always yeah. jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah, make it definitely. a point to do oh, stuff yeah. together all yeah. the time. And yeah. yeah, it was always great to see them. Yeah. Somehow my little part of the family always got very like fractured. Oh mm. doing their own thing. <laughs> doing what they wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. What else? Well, we'll see. Mm. Christmas morning, I was excited about it. There's a slight wrinkle at the moment because my our younger son, who is 18, um, told us that he has to work tomorrow. So he works from what 6:30 to two. So the plan was that I was I'm staying over at David's house tonight, which is where the both boys live with David. So I'm staying over at his house, and then because I wanted to be there. Christmas morning when everybody woke up and do like the normal Christmas morning. I've never had a Christmas morning ever that I didn't like wake up with my kids. <laughs> it's, and it truly is one of the things that I looked forward to all year. I love Christmas morning. Um, 
and yeah, so now I don't know what's going to happen with that. We'll see. We might end up doing his stuff later and still doing Christmas morning with Max. Or he said, I just talked to him on the phone. He said he might try to go in a little later if he can. And we'll see. <laughs> it is one of those things where I'm just like taking deep breaths. Because I got that glimmer of like, I'm really looking forward to something for the first time in a really long time. And then it was just like, I got to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we roll with the punches. <clears throat> I yeah. guess and do what we can. Um, but then, yeah, so let's let's go back because I think the last time you were here, we were trying to decide what we were going to do with like the tree and the decorations. And I talked about this a little bit when I did my own the last episode of Morning Coffee, which is just me venting about everything going on in my life and how I was feeling whatever. And I'll leave a link to that in the replay for that if you want to watch it. But so, yeah, we decided to go get a tree, yep. a real tree, um, not like my fake tree. I did the fake tree, but he still wanted the real tree. And actually, the, the boys still wanted yeah. the real tree. So do you want to I think let you then ramble? Yeah, through? I think it's uh, I don't know. I like the real tree. I like the smell. I like every man going out and doing that whole i mean that was that was part of it too like that was always fun um you know especially like this month i've got pictures popping up all the time of like the memories of going out and cutting the tree down and pictures with the boys and with libby like helping me pull the cart and you know that was always a part of it and and i know you discussed it a little bit about you know we spend so much time with your mom you know, and it was all about her and we didn't get to do some of that stuff. I mean, we were, we were able to do it. It just wasn't on a time frame that yeah. we would have wanted. Yeah. Like we would have been happy to spend a little more time doing some of that stuff um, with just our family, but got caught up with, with the rest. Um, Thank you. So, you know, I think it was, I don't know. It was something I kind of felt like I wanted to do this year to try and get back out there. And it was hard. I mean, you know, it's, it's weird to walk around there and, and it was just you and I and Max and, um, you know, we're like, uh, you know, we're kind of doing it, kind of pushing ourselves through it, but, um, we didn't have that same excitement that we would normally have, but, um, but we did it. And, and it was still really nice fun. Break. And you know what yeah. the best thing was, didn't Max? say to you then that he really enjoyed it yeah like, I, we had a great day i mean we we ended up going to look for the tree we ended up um, getting something to eat and spending time i mean max spent a good portion of the day with us we went and got you know i don't have any decorations because this is my first year with a house so I, we had to go out and buy all the decorations for the tree so max went out and spent the whole day with us and did yeah. all of it with that us, was so. really nice yeah, spending was, that time with him yeah. max is our oldest he's almost 21. yeah so it was yeah it was great to spend the day with him and yeah it's not the same but you know we got to do that and that's a memory that we get and we get them you know kind of hold on to and who knows how many more years we're going to have for him before he decides he wants to do his own thing. Yeah. You know, at the same time, we don't want to, uh, you know, we don't want to hold him back if he wants to create traditions, if he starts a family, you know, that's be great to be included. But... <laughs> well, and I feel like he's the kind of kid that would probably he try would. to Yeah. And that's the thing. That. And I think it's nice too, that we understand, you know, kind of the things we went through with your mom that yeah. we would never do that to him yeah kind of like when my parents got divorced and i said right. i wouldn't act like that yeah. i won't yeah i won't be my mom on christmas yeah. <laughs> live and learn from <laughs> from what you want don't want to do but no i think it's important to kind of do that whole thing it was really nice was. doing that and spending the day with him and it did kind of set that tone for christmas i think that was probably the start of where i was like okay maybe this isn't going to be so bad and we decorated the tree because we, we couldn't find the ornaments that I had used, that we had used. Like we started out with the two of us and then I took them after we got divorced. And like, so the ornaments that we've had since the kids were tiny little, 
Um, I could not find that box of ornaments anywhere. And I was so terrified that I'd accidentally like taken it to Goodwill or, you know, thrown it out or whatever. And I'm like, oh, because I specifically wanted, like all of them are important, but I really wanted Libby's dancer ornament. Mm -hmm. um, just because it reminded me so much of her. And literally every year after we got it, it was just like, it needs to go. She always put it right in front. <laughs> and, I was, and it didn't match anything else really. And I was always like, oh, okay, can't we put your dancer like over here? Cause that's how I am. You know, you can tell from my house. I like, well, you Precisely know. placed acorns and oranges. Yes. <laughs> I've got an eye for decor and you know, the pink dancers just wasn't, but I let her do it every year and I ended up just kind of like chuckling about it. And I think the first year I did it, I even like that night moved it around to the side. And then she came down in the morning and right away was like, what? She comes here and she moved it back. I was like, all right, this is where she's going to be. <laughs> but yeah, so we couldn't find it. And I'm like, oh my God, where is that box? No. And then he found it because you were like moving stuff around in your basement, I guess. And then he found the box of ornaments. I'm like, whew, okay. So since that I considered like the family tree, um, I came over so that we could put those decorations on his tree. And that was kind of when we had our breakdown moment. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Yeah, it was good. To that was my biggest, I said this on the last one, so sorry if you watched the last one, I'm repeating myself, but that was my biggest breakdown of this holiday season was putting her dancer ornament on the front of the tree mm -hmm. because I just missed her putting it on there. She should have been there. It, and I think it was a little bit of relief that I found it too. And it was just, I don't know, it was a mix of things, but that was, that was a good sob. Yeah. Yeah. We both had our moment and you know it's i don't know it's it's funny because <clears throat> you were talking i think in your last video about you know the little moments you know it's not necessarily the big moments it's the little moments and and some of that stuff like um this morning i've got pictures popping up of um her over with me um baking you know when after we separated Libby and I were the ones that were making the cookies and yeah. doing that kind of stuff. And cause I always enjoyed your cookies. So I wanted to still have cookies. And, and so it became a kind of a tradition that Libby and I would make them. And then my mom also, you know, would make a cake and wanted to make a cake and that picture popped up and Libby and my mom did that together. So, you know, kind of flashing back to some of those mm. single moments um, that are, don't seem all that significant but i think that's what it was with the ornament too like hanging that for whatever reason was you know pretty symbolic even though it's yeah. you know your story is oh i hated having that there because it didn't match well, the tree it's but it's like yeah. but it is and that's that's <laughs> that moment that you remember um you know the little stuff you know the making gingerbread houses and some of those um yeah. kind of traditional stuff that it's not a huge deal, but it's just something we always did. And that's, that's some of the things that, uh, yeah, get you a little more than most. Yeah. So that so. was rough. The rough and good. Cause I, I said, I needed it. I needed to yeah. get that out. Cause I'd been feeling it like crazy and it was all building up and then it was a release. I'm going to um, hit some of our comments way. here. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> I can tell Libby had an amazing spirit by the way you both talk about her. Oh my gosh, she did. Mm -hmm. She would love that you're both doing the things she loves so much. I think so too. Yeah. But her spirit, like you can't even, <clears throat> you can't even capture it in words. Like anyone on here, if you, if you knew her, like you can chime in. She just was literally one of a kind. I mean, she made everything so much better yeah. <laughs> and just made everything so much fun all those little things that we did were amazing because she made them amazing right. she was just so happy and full of laughter and just loved the hell out of doing all of those little things and yeah she just made it made it worthwhile yeah. so it was... yeah i am happy to continue that stuff kind of in her honor 
Alyssa, hi Alyssa. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Eve. So glad you're enjoying some special moments like getting a tree together. Team Real Tree. <laughs> oh, so Alyssa, I'm gonna tell you this story. And this is part of the reason, this, this is one of the bad memories that I have. This, this caused me guilt like crazy. The Christmas before Libby died. Like we have, I have, we have, we always got a real tree. And for the longest time, I was always like, we have to get a real tree. And I was just like my mom because I was raised with, it has to be a blue spruce tree. And we'd go get the blue spruce tree. And it wasn't the adventure that my mom made us go through, but we'd always find a blue spruce tree. And it was always real. And it was just a thing. And then the year before Libby died, <laughs> I was so exhausted and I was just not, it was not a good time. Like I, I was depressed, honestly. Like it was just a time in my life that was not that great. I was struggling with my second marriage and was exhausted. And, you know, all three kids were at home and were younger. And I was just the tired mom that was like running them, running ragged, trying to get everyone where they needed to be and do all the things I needed to do and then still be responsible for making dinner every night and keeping everything clean and blah, blah, blah. And, <clears throat> and I was just not feeling Christmassy at all. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a friggin' fake tree for the first time. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna buy a fake tree for the living room. And I bought a fake tree and the kids were like, what like they were all they were so disappointed and after it was decorated they tried to be nice and say like well, it still looks nice like Libby tried to make the best of it but it was very much like what 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 you, mom got a fake tree like what is happening I was surprised yeah I, I know that. it was enough that they went and told I mean you know they went and told him that mom got a fake tree <laughs> it was like a big yeah mom has finally given up um and that's kind of how it felt it, it was just I was like I cannot even and at that point my mom was sick and I was doing so much stuff for I, I was just exhausted that was it I was depressed and I was exhausted and I gave up and I got a fake tree and that was the last tree that we had before Libby died and that thought has haunted me <laughs> every christmas it pops back up like like when she died i kept saying to myself over and over like why'd you get a fake tree why'd you get a fake tree like that was her last christmas tree was a fake tree and i felt so bad it like the guilt that you feel over stupid little things like that she had a real tree with me can eat you alive but yes she did get a real tree with you and she had all those other years of real trees and we still had an awesome christmas because i mean I got her Hamilton tickets, so can't really beat that. <laughs> you couldn't really beat that in her eyes. Um, and we never got there because she died before we got to go see Hamilton, which really sucks. Um, but it was still a good Christmas. So I have to tell myself, like, yeah. obviously she knew she was loved and a fake tree isn't going to make that difference. But yes, Alyssa, Team Real Tree. I came all the way. Yeah. I can't fit a real tree in my tiny house. So I have, I'm team fake ultra skinny tree back there. But if I had a bigger house, mm -hmm. I would go back to the real tree just in Libby's honor. Mm -hmm. Electric gummy. I know who you are, but I'm not going to say it. Hi, Merry Christmas to you. And I hope that you are doing well. Yeah. Anything else? Anyone have any questions? No? Yeah. I have something. I feel like I'm rambling. Do you have anything you want to talk about? No. So you had mentioned the simple moments. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to share what happened to me this week. And you know this because I told you already. I don't know if you'll be able to see it on my phone. So I had a moment this week and it was one of the, I am pretty good about not crying at work um, because usually my room is full of eighth graders. And obviously I don't want to cry in front of a room full of eighth graders. So I can usually hold it to together very well. 
I had a day this week where I was one of the first people at work and it was like still dark outside and the building was pretty much empty. And I went down to the office and in my mailbox was a National Geographic Kids magazine. And I walk back to my room and I'm in the hallway and I'm flipping through this National Geographic Kids magazine. And I see this article that's about rocks and gemstones. So I'm like, oh, I start to look at it more closely because I have a student who is super into rocks and gemstones and like brings them every day and shows them to me and tells me what they are and stuff. So we talk rocks and I start looking more closely and the rocks and gemstones that they're talking about are the birthstones. So it's like, oh, flip to these explanations and see what the meaning of your birthstone is. So I flip to mine and I read my description for my birthstone and I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty accurate. And I'm like, let me check the kids. So of course I go to Libby's birthstone and I'm gonna see, I don't know if I can, oh, the ring light's gonna mess it up. <laughs> so hers is June, it's the pearl. And it says, the pearl represents innocence. To you, nothing's better than being a kid and having fun. You aren't in any hurry to grow up. And I read that in the hallway, walking back to my classroom. And I literally had to stop. Like I stopped in the middle of the hallway. My eyes like immediately filled up with tears and my I don't even know how to explain it. If you are grieving, I'm sure you understand when you get that just like heaviness in your heart. It's like someone like punches you <laughs> in the chest or is like squeezing your heart. And I got that feeling and I just started crying in the hallway. So I'm like walking back to my classroom really fast because I've like got tears running down my cheeks. And then I just sat at my desk and cried because it was so, it, it was such a stupid little thing. But like, she's never gonna get to grow up like you know she and she wasn't in a hurry to grow up either like if you if you actually knew, one of her fears like, yeah was becoming an adult and, and she talked about not wanting to grow up and we always found that we discussed it a lot after she died that she would comment on that quite a bit yeah. um i don't want to get big i don't want to like she got to double digits and she's like, I, most kids I feel like are like, I can't wait to be a teenager. And she was like, I don't want to be a teenager. Like, mm. I like being a kid. I like having fun. Like she didn't. And it was, it was eerie to us yeah. after she especially died. Especially afterwards. We, yeah. we talked about it a lot about just some of the, the things she said. And it was almost like, did she know something? Yeah. Like somehow it, it just felt like, I don't know. You see all kind. You know, we've discussed that before too, and whether you see signs or don't see signs or whatever else. But it was very eerie. It was uh, weirdly prophetic the yeah. way that she talked about not wanting to get older. older. Yeah, and had dreams before she died. Yeah, about losing us. Um. It, it, it was very weird. And I'm not that kind of person. Like I don't nor, I don't believe in that stuff, but I, even I can look at it and be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was, was a little bit eerie. Um, so seeing that thing that her birthstone meant she's not in a hurry to grow up was just like, Ugh. and it just, it just got me. Mm -hmm. And it just got us like, I ended up calling him because I was like, crying at my desk and telling him what happened which i'm really sorry because then i made you cry <laughs> which i wasn't trying to do i was just like he's my vent person so i normally like if something like that happens we kind of call each other and it's like yeah so this just happened or like bad libby day can i vent for a second mm -hmm. and it's just good to get it out and have somebody that understands and and i'm grateful that thank you for being that person um I'm glad that we have that because a lot of people I feel like probably don't. And yeah, I think it's weird because we're divorced and people look at us mm -hmm. and they're like, <laughs> it's, it's surprisingly not weird. We've known each other since ninth grade. We were like, we were friends since ninth grade and started dating before. Well, we dated in ninth grade, but then got together again before our senior year. And then we're together for 23 um, years, 23 years. Um, before we got divorced. So 
yeah, we kind of know each other better than I. <laughs> and it's just nice to have that person that you can that just gets you. Um, so yeah, I forget where I was going with that, but oh, the little things, mm-hmm. it, the little things. Even so, I will probably get through Christmas. I might cry, I might not, but it's kind of like people build up those big days so much in their mind, and then it's like, oh, okay, I survived. Like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I feel like is what happens to a lot of people. It's what I hear a lot. Um, I think we did that a lot last year. Yeah, last year we were really like we thought these <clears throat> holidays, all the first, were going to be super horrific. I think I think her birthday was probably the worst, um, partly because I think that was so close you know, to her death, but at the same time, um, you know, everything was still really raw. But when we got to like Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think we built that up to be like this massive, oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. Whether that helped us or hurt us, I don't know, but you know, it just didn't seem as bad. And, and this year I definitely have felt it a lot more. Um, the buildup the last two months for me have just not been, not been good. Um, if you're grieving, but, do you find that I'm curious if other people find that, do you find that like the surprise attacks, <laughs> I call them grief tsunamis, like the grief tsunamis when you're in the grocery store and you see something that reminds you of the person you lost, or, you know, you have that moment reading the, you know, about the birthstone and it hits you or whatever, <laughs> like, are those moments worse for you than the big days? I'm just curious about it because I would definitely say they are for me. I I think it is because I build up. I, I just sort of assume the bad days are going to be bad. But then when I'm just having a day and that stuff hits me out of nowhere and I'm not prepared for it, it's worse. It's one of those. So yesterday I had one of those moments. I was just stopped at the grocery store to buy something and I get out of my car and there's. Ugh. I'm trying not to lose it here, but it's a dad and a daughter. And the daughter's doesn't necessarily look like Libby, but is the right age. And, you know, her they just walked out of the grocery store. Dad's loading the groceries. And what's the girl doing? She's dancing around uh, at the back of the car, just having fun, just enjoying life. And it was like, it just it just immediately goes to all the moments that we had with Libby because she, that's what she did. She just was always like dancing, dancing around, didn't everywhere. matter what we were doing. It was um, just, just just again. It's you know the people that really that knew Libby. When you see live like Libby, you know exactly what mm-hmm. what it means. And and um, so yeah, that. I, I almost walked into giant yesterday crying because <laughs> some random girl and and we've talked about this too. It's really inappropriate, but I, I tend to see girls that age, or now it's starting to transition to if I see girls that are the age that Libby should, should currently be, be mm. and 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 what what should have been and what would she be like now. Um, almost two years later, like that hurts and, and wanting to inappropriately go up and just, <laughs> I was going to ask hug a little bit. Yeah. No, no. Is the next part was wanting to hug all these girls just because I want to feel, you know, it, it's, I don't know. It's like all her friends when they post stuff, you know, we get all these updates and, you mm-hmm. know, on, on Facebook that, you know, we see Christmas parties for the dance studio and, and to see all the kids that are just, they continue to age and, and she's not, and gosh, it just, it sucks. But at the same time, I want to go over to the studio and hug every single one of them just to feel somebody her age, what it would feel like to, to have have that hug again. I don't recommend doing I, that. I, I, yeah. that's, that's the inappropriate part. I can't just wander around. Well, but I, I get it because that's what happened. I mean, that's every day for me at work. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, and I, and, and we've talked about that too. I can't, I can't imagine. And it's not, and for you, it is, it's, it's the actual friends. It's yeah. her actual friends that you're seeing on a day-to-day basis 
And, you know, right now, a lot of them are in seventh grade, so you don't necessarily have a lot of interaction. But next year? Oh, there's still a bunch in eighth grade. Well, I'm sure there are. For all of our dance friends. it's i can't imagine that like i i see random girls and i want to hug them seeing her friends you know the the relationships that she had with them and you know us getting to know them yeah i had to cover a music class a seventh grade music class during my prep period the other day and i walked into the music class and there were like eight of her friends sitting there and it's one of those again it's so nice it's nice to see them but then it's like the because then the whole time I just look out at this group while they're working and I'm like, she should be sitting there. Like what, mm-hmm. like, what would she look like sitting in that desk? You know, it, it, it definitely sucks. All right. Yeah. Now I get to some of our comments here. So Andrew says the surprise is usually worse for me as well. Birthday is one that is usually worse though. Yes. Because the birthday is like the specific day and the death anniversary too, I think is, yeah, is rough. But the surprises, I agree. Thank you for commenting because, yeah, that, they definitely hit me worse. And Rachel, I'm not sure why I'm trying to communicate, but it won't let me send. I don't know why. It looks like you're commenting on YouTube, which is good. Sometimes the other places where you comment, it doesn't pop through as easily. Um but if you are commenting to YouTube, I'm not sure why that's not working. I'm sorry. And I don't know why this one came through and the other ones aren't coming through. Um, so yeah, if there's something else you want to comment, please try to get that through. I'm sorry about that. Not sure what's going on. Andrew says he saw your message for a little bit, but it's gone. No clue. <laughs> I wish I knew better how to fix it, but. Mm. Yeah, but the the seeing, I think little girls is one thing that, or not little girls, I mean, again, they're 10 and 12 and. Yeah. There are certain, certain friends of hers that when I see comments on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and I, I, there's one in particular I cannot. Uh, every single time I read anything from from them, I lose it. Just thinking about it now, it's like I know I can see you kind of choking yeah. up a bit. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Stella, Stella gets me every time. Oh. I see Stella at school yeah. all the time, and she always gives me a hug. Stella was Libby's best friend from the time she was a baby like they they went to the same they went to an in-home daycare um miss peggy what's up miss peggy Mm -hmm. um so they grew up together and they were best friends from the time they were babies literally and i know now she's in eighth grade and all grown up and i see her all the time it's like oh yeah 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 Hmm. it's just it's just hard to see some of that stuff yeah all right so we're at 38 minutes let's if again if anyone has any questions hopefully the comments are working um so you can try to put stuff in there if you have any other questions for us um let's talk about new year for a bit like so we're gonna make it through christmas Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're um our plan since it's Christmas Eve tonight, I'm picking up the boys and we're going to my aunt's house. My aunt's doing like a little drop in and then we're going to go back to David's house. Like I said, I'm going to stay over there. I'm not sure what's happening with my son Grayson with work. Um, so we'll either do the Christmas morning thing or we'll do Christmas morning with Max and then Grayson will open his stuff later. Um, but then we are going to have like a Christmas dinner um, just together as a family. And that's pretty much it. Just hanging out. It should be pretty chill. Because mm-hmm. uh, David's mom has COVID. So their, their thing is canceled. Mm-hmm. Your mom ruined your Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Andrew has a question. 
So I'm planning on talking to my aunt today, who's also lost a baby, about my daughter, who also died. And I'm wondering how y'all would respond. Would that be an okay idea? I would say yes. First of all, I'm sorry for your loss and your aunt's loss. Yeah. Um, but as, I mean, I think, you know, as someone who's grieving, I always tell people, like, please don't be afraid to talk to people mm. about their grief. Um, everyone's like, ooh, should I bring it up? Should I say anything? And of course, kind of like read the room and try to, you don't want to, you know, in the middle of Christmas festivities be like, so how, yeah. how are you doing after losing your baby? But if there's a quiet moment where you can talk privately, I, I would absolutely like people love to know one that people are thinking of them absolutely. and recognize, I mean, so many of us, and I'm sure if you've lost someone, you agree. So many of us put on a fake face mm -hmm. to get through pretty much anything social, you know, and it's nice to have someone see through the fake face and be like, look, I, I know how hard this must be for you. And I appreciate you being here and let me know if there's anything I can do. I, I feel like that means so much to people. Yeah. Um, and two, it's not like people always say like, should I bring it up? You know, I don't want to make them upset. Well, they're, they're already thinking about it. Like there's never a moment that I'm not thinking about the fact that Libby is gone or my dad or my mom or whatever, like, you know, like I know all those people are gone. And when you bring it up, it just lets me know that you understand that, which makes me feel better. It's not going to remind me of it because it's always there. Um, and it's nice to have other people acknowledge it. So yeah, I don't know if you have anything. To add. Um, well, actually I've got the same situation, Andrew. Um, I have an aunt who um, my cousin died uh, just a couple months after Libby. So she's going through the same thing and she, she is struggling with it uh, greatly. And she's one of those people that always is, you know, when we do talk, she discusses like, am I doing it right? Like, am I, am I supposed to still be grieving at this point? You know, she's very concerned about, about how much she's allowed to grieve and whether people are annoyed by it or whatever else. But, you know, we all grieve in our own way. Mm. Um, I think it's somewhat important to maybe, I don't know how well you know your aunt, how often you talk to her, but um, knowing whether or not she's able to discuss some of that stuff, um, if she's comfortable, some people aren't comfortable discussing it. So kind of knowing what your aunt is like um, will certainly help you decide when the right moment is to have that conversation. Even if it's, even if it's, you know, my aunt and I can have you know, when we do talk, we have long conversations about stuff, but it might just be letting her know, Hey, I'm thinking about you. And it's a short, just, yeah. I'm thinking about you, that kind of thing. But if, if they're open to having a much deeper, longer discussion about it and how they're really feeling and how you're both feeling. Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's, you know, Brooke and I talk all the time. We, you know, when we're struggling, we're the people we talk to because we've been through that. So yeah. you and your aunt both going through losing a child, it's, it's a bond that not everybody gets. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, someone, yeah, but... I'm not saying grief of losing a parent or, or anything else is any different because I, I've said it before on our conversations, your grief is really dependent on the relationship that you had with the person that you lost. Um, I've got a buddy who was really close to his brother who lost his brother. And, you know, that's a different struggle that I hope I never have to deal with. Um, but I think, you know, losing a child is I, I don't think anybody that has gone through grief wouldn't say that that's probably the top one, unfortunately, because it's it's unnatural. You know, you're not supposed mm -hmm. to die before your child. Um, it's just the not supposed not to happen. Supposed to die um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We knew but, what you were saying. You know, I, I think that is the key is, you know, understanding where your aunt's at in the process and whether or not she wants to discuss it or how much she wants to discuss it. But I think at minimum, yeah, absolutely. Let her know that you're thinking of her and that you're right there with her. And, you know, if she's open to having that discussion, then mm -hmm. have that discussion because it's important. We all need to be able to get some of that stuff off, um, off our chest.
and Definitely. we don't know necessarily, you know, I think we've discussed this before. There's, there's people that you thought would be there after this grief and they're nowhere to be found versus the people that you maybe Surprise, didn't have yeah. a great relationship with, but all of a sudden they're some of your best supporters. Yeah, um, definitely. So you find help wherever you can. Hope that helped, Andrew. Mm. All right. We're at 45 mm -hmm. minutes. You're very welcome, Andrew. Yeah, yeah I hope that helped. Um, yeah, so new. I think I was planning on doing like a New Year's because the next morning coffee is on New Year's Eve, I believe. So if you want to join me for that one, feel free. <laughs> I kind of like having somebody to bounce stuff off of. Otherwise, I can do it myself. But um, yeah, I'm going to talk about some New Year's, New Year's stuff and how I'm feeling about the new year. Oh, thank you, Tony. Good morning, my friend. Love your good morning. Morning coffee episodes. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. So this is Tony Lynch. Anybody that is looking grief, let's talk about it. He has a great podcast where he interviews people in all different kinds of situations in the grief space and also runs a men's specific to men's grief support. Um, so he is an amazing resource. If you are a man and you're grieving, look up Tony Lynch. He's awesome. And I'm not going to share what it is, but Tony and I have some uh, stuff coming up in the new year. That's going to be cool. Oh, and we are actually, I can plug this, um, January 4th, uh, David and I are both going to be on Tony's podcast. Uh, he is doing a special in for the whole month of January where he's interviewing couples who have lost a child. Um, so anyone who's lost a child that's watching, keep an eye out for that. You can, um, check out the grief. Let's talk about it podcast and, uh, or look up Tony Lynch and find his stuff and, or I'll also post about it as well. But yeah, so the whole month is filled with specifically how child loss affected people's relationships, which I think is such an important topic. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> Spoiler, I got divorced uh, for the second time after Libby died. And it was pretty much, I mean, it was, it was a long time coming. Um, and, but it was, Libby's death was the catalyst for that happening. And it weirdly brought us closer again, because, you know, we were divorced. And then after she died, we were the ones that reconnected. I mean, not that we weren't ever like, we had a good co-parenting, you know, cordial relationship, but then Libby's death, I would say, I don't know how to word that, but huh. because it's we just, both understood, because yeah, it was our daughter, we understood right. what it the was, other person was going through. So, And again, we were always, like she said, we were always close. We always had a good co-parenting relationship, so it wasn't a huge shock, but it was, it was nice to be able to have that friend back we had that friendship basis that we yeah. were able to go back to which was nice tony you are welcome anytime you do amazing stuff in the grief world so thank you and carol merry christmas to you too and there's another give one. ashley a gigantic yeah. hug because that yeah there's <laughs> the other one i can't i can't read too often it's carol's daughter mm. for anyone watching carol's daughter um it was one of Libby's best friends, like yeah. very best friends. And oh, yeah. love Ashley to death yeah. and, and the Walsh family. And they were huge supports to us. So thank you. Yeah. Tony says, it does my heart good to see you both having such an amazing relationship. Thank you. It's It's been, I mean, I wish this for everyone. Obviously my second yeah. relationship crashed and hurt, <laughs> uh, but which we can talk about on your podcast because it definitely, you know, uh, was affected by Libby's death, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's good to have somebody that understands what you're going through. Yeah. All right. We're getting pretty long. So if you do want to join me on new year's, uh, new year's Eve, feel free. Um, otherwise it will be me. So if you guys have any questions for either me or for David, we are going to be back next Sunday, same time, 11 AM, um, to do 
another good morning coffee. Protein coffee. We forgot to mention this again. Protein coffee, as always. And hot chocolate. Hot chocolate with a lot of marshmallows. Delicious. At least it's not tea. Mm, I forgot it. No, no dirt water did it. That's good. All right. All Thank you so much, else. everyone, for joining us again. Morning coffee is on pretty much every Sunday at 11 a.m. Um, in the new year, I have awesome people lined up for Sundays in, again, all different kinds. You're awesome, too. Okay. You're I'm awesome, too. Making sure. You know, people like it when we, like, I should just make you my co-host for this because mm. people like us bouncing off each other. So you're welcome here anytime you like. Mm. However, the month awesome. of January um, is completely booked with other awesome people as well, which I am excited about. So yeah all right again always if you have comments leave them here if you're watching the replay you can leave the comments down below if you have any questions if you have any topics you want us to talk about anything like that we are always open to suggestions and yeah all right we will see you guys later thank you for watching merry christmas everyone merry christmas if you're grieving pray in there Try to, try to find i just tell people try to find glimmers try to find those tiny little moments because I hate saying to people like, like gratitude is super important, but if you're in the dark depths of grief, you kind of want to punch people when they say like, be grateful for what you have. It's like, I want my daughter back. Mm -hmm. um, but try to find the glimmers where you can. Like I'm hoping tomorrow morning will be a glimmer. Maybe, depending on our middle school. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. We'll update you on yeah. Christmas Eve. But sending everyone love. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. We all know that grief can leave us feeling alone, unmotivated, and even hopeless. That's why I'm so proud to have partnered with Help Text to provide a full year of ongoing expert support to my subscribers. Help Text has individualized support for caregivers, people dealing with a difficult diagnosis, or grieving the loss of a loved one, pregnancy, or even a pet. You answer questions at sign up to get specific support just for you, including two texts per week and even extra texts on special or difficult days like birthdays or anniversaries. And the best part is if you sign up using the site linked in my description, you'll get a 10% discount off of your subscription. Thank you so much to Help Text for offering this deal to my subscribers. When life gets hard, getting support from Help Text is easy.